are driving down the interstate. Look to your left. In that car beside you. Are they recording a podcast? Welcome to Interstate of Mind. Good morning, friends. Um, Welcome to uh, Interstate of Mind, the only podcast uh, recorded on a 50-mile stretch of highway um, somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, Today we are talking about a very serious issue. Uh, We are talking about... uh, We are talking about the shortage of uh, Pokemon from uh, October of 2020 until, you know, recently. We're back now in full stock. I know all of you at home are listening and wondering why we're talking about Pokemon. Because we're not talking about Pokemon. Psych! In your face! Oh, tricked you. Tricked you just like I tricked the lady trying to pull out of our driveway who was also trying to pull out. And Scott said, there's a... uh, there's a car behind us, and I thought he was joking. Nope, turns out it was the neighbor in our cul-de-sac. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. Guys, welcome aboard. Uh, how, how's it hanging? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> it's not COVID. Not COVID. It's important these days <laughs> when you cough, as soon as you cough, to immediately yell not COVID. Otherwise, not it, COVID. it might be COVID. In a crowded room. We went to Hibachi and the chef, Hibachi chef, is cutting up delicious vittles. And I just start yakking all over the uh, the uh, Hibachi uh, board. Hibachi grill. Hibachi board. Hibachi. I just said a Hibachi. <laughs> hey, Doyle Alderman here. Hibachi. What's the Hibachi? You like a Hibachi? Oh, man. Anyway. Harbachi in Japanese by a really dirty word. Was the Harbachi board like a Ouija? Harbachi board. It's the American version of the Ouija board. All right. So anyway, uh, well, well, I'll fix all this. This all in post. Uh, Scott, how are you today? You know, it's uh, November. To remember, the scenery is beautiful. The days are short. Yes. And uh, the drive is still long. Still long drive. Uh, you say days are short. Some days longer than others. Um, yes, perception is reality some days. Uh, today in the main topic, I would like to talk about the best defensive NFL players ever. Uh, and then uh, you, one of you will come up with a subtopic. So let's begin with the main topic. Uh, does anyone have the NFL theme? But uh, how, do you, how do you sing it, Scott? NFL, NFL thing. Trying to think. Can we just? Can we insert a post of Faith Hill singing Monday Night Party? Golly, you talk about lame. Like they went from Faith Hill. Let's carry Underwood. Well, either way, Faith Hill was first, man. Did she do a version of it? Yeah, how dare you? Faith Hill was before Carrie Underwood. They erased that. Was ever even thought about? I love you, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, I love you, Faith Hill. They erased that from history. What a cougar! They erased it from history like it's faster than a Robert E. Lee statue. 
mic. Yeah, I know. Uh, so anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, Faith Hill, though, huh? Faith Hill. We'll find man. it. No one remembers and Faith I, I, Hill. Well, what I might do is I might plug in uh, the Monday Night song by Hank Williams Jr., which is the originator of it. Which is which? It, when it came out, was really cool. Like it was like, yeah, it was this is show. next level cool. And then you're saying they went to Soccer Mom. Uh, minivan mom Faith Hill for a little well, bit. Well, you know, after, I remember the carry- after Hank Williams' uh, racist outburst on multiple occasions, they decided they had to go pretty PG. So what's more PG than a basic white woman? Oh, she's basic. Star Mississippi. So the only time she sounds Southern... There's a Mississippi southern, girl that But the only time ways. she sounds Southern in her songs is in that line when she says she's from Star Mississippi, which I've been to. And there really isn't much in Star Mississippi. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, you know what it's like. You get back, you start talking about home, and all well, of a sudden, there well, it comes. Well, here we go. So, anyway, it becomes like sorghum molasses <laughs> off your tongue. I think that you need to spend at least two hours doing some cut-up version of Hank Williams Jr., Faith Hill, and Carrie Underwood back to back to back. Okay. That's what people don't understand about podcasts, because like I do. I've done many other podcasts. And it takes a lot of time to do a good job of it. Like, horror movie podcasts took forever to, to do an episode because if you wanted to do a good job in sound like you knew what you're talking about, you had to watch a two-hour movie. You had to do a bunch of research on the people in the movie. I've phoned those in before, and they're not good episodes. And so, like, then you go, I just spent four hours on a Sunday doing this thing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas this one is just us talking down the highway. Talking on the highway. About Star Mississippi. Cause a Mississippi girl don't change her ways. Just cause Tim McGraw is my name. friend. Oh, whoa. Um, you could bounce a quarter off that guy's abs. By you, uh, his abs. His abs. abs. With a B. I mean, he, he said, said abs. abs. Uh, watched, uh, but you could also bounce a quarter off his abs. <laughs> we watched <laughs> Friday Night Lights, uh, the movie, the other day, and... Tim McGraw's in that. does a great job. Like, he plays the perfect well, uh, mad dad. Listen, Tim, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott are in, like, a prequel for Yellowstone, apparently, that's coming out. And it looks awesome. It does look awesome. Yeller, Yellowstone, pretty good. It's back. Yeah. Yellowstone's back. Uh, okay, so main topic. Greatest defensive player of all time. Let's just go in round robin, and let's just let's just talk about the greatest of all time. Like, we're talking in, in general. Maybe we outline try to go with 10 people and then we'll catch up the people that were left out so anyone want to have a one off the top because I have one in my mind right off the bat I've got one uh, number one in my mind when I think of defense I think of Ronnie Lott uh, Ronnie Lott played for the Good 49ers one. late in his career played for the Raiders uh, whenever I see a, on the highway here and we're driving and I see a hawk I see a hawk I immediately think of Ronnie Lott because Ronnie Lott was a ball hawk. He had the bet. He took best angles. He would just hammer people, and he was vicious. He See, would get to the ball, and he would seem very pissed off when he got to the ball. Yeah. That's um, crazy because whenever I see a, a hawk, I think of the time that one swooped down and took one of my grandmother's teacup Yorkies away. That's and a true story. Ate it for supper. That is an absolute true story. Absolutely true. So yeah, I love that. Story. Different, but all right. Um, Ronald Lott, though. Uh, uh, best Ronnie Lott thing, though, is that he's in the AFC, NFC Championship, NFC Championship, and I don't know who they're playing. It doesn't even matter. But the story goes that he got his finger smashed between some helmets, 
uh, the doctor said basically, look, it's broke. You're going to have to leave so we can do some surgery on it because you have like shattered the tip of it, the bone. I think it's in his pinky finger. And he goes, if you just, I mean, what, what, how can I play? Well, you're going to bleed out. I just have to cut it off if you're going to stay and play. Literally cut off his pinky, the tip of his pinky finger so he could stay and play that game. They won, and then he took his pinky finger and had it mummified. And it actually has a podcast as well. It's uh, Running Lots Pinky Finger Podcast. Uh, available on Spotify. Just joking. Don't, don't check awesome. that out. You can look that up. That would be really weird. Uh, anyway, Running Lot, who's next? I'm going to go with uh, number 58, Derek Thomas. Mm. Oh, rest in peace. Of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I should have went ahead and went ahead oh. of you. Chris Vest. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, dang it. That was my idea. Best no, I had to go with Sor- Daniel Sorensen. Uh, high air scene. Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas. Uh, didn't get a full career, man. No, he uh, didn't. Was it a car accident? Yep. He had like a, was it a car accident and then he had an aneurysm or did he have an aneurysm which led to a car accident? I think it was the car accident first. Yeah. Well, and uh, what a sucky thing. I mean, he was good. Uh, you talk about a pass rush. When you had that guy on the field, it was like having LT on the field. Not to segue to LT yet, but uh, it's like a, a version of that. There's a, there used to be a Derek Thomas school in Kansas City, and I would see the scores because they played football. The Derek Thomas Academic Academy or something like that. And I don't know if they're disbanded now or went under, but anyway, Derek Thomas, even in death, he's still educating the youth. Uh, any highlights? You had a highlight? We had a highlight for Ronnie Lott and his pinky and his pinky podcast. Tune in to the Ronnie Lott Pinky Podcast, available on Spotify. The seven-sack game is one of my favorites. I think that was Golly. Seahawks. Hey, uh, maybe a block, yeah. Seahawks. But I was nine then, and that was uh, watching 58 was a lot of fun. Who was their coach? Was it Jim Mora? Was Jim Mora the coach then? Playoffs! That might have been his last year or Marty's first year. Right? Marty Ball. All right. On to you, Paul. Who is your defensive favorite of all time? Ah. Uh. You're a big offensive guy, so I'm you, don't, offensive, you don't even pay attention to defense. I do like you and Coach Mock. You and Coach Mock from Glendale should be best friends. Oh, no saddle down. I'm just playing around. I'm trying to Here, s- let me touch your leg. The, the biggest issue I'm having is trying to just narrow it down to one. I was going to go with just, the old Derek Thomas, but somebody else had to mention him, jerk. Uh, I think if, if we were little kids, if, if I were a teacher and you were little kids, I would also let you pick Derek Thomas yeah. in that moment if, if I knew you were going to get him. He can be both. Oh, of you know what? He can be yours too. He was that good. And then you said, "My life sucks. It's so boring." <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, the second name that popped up in my head is the Reverend oh. Reggie oh, White. Oh, another guy that's dead. Yeah, dude. Uh, Reggie I White. Love me some Reggie White. I was. Just old enough to see him play a little bit, but not very long. So the majority of his career lives on, in my mind, in YouTube highlight videos. But uh, just used to put those on. He was great for the Eagles, great for the Packers. Just an absolute force. Could play inside, could play outside. Played the run game well. Was a sack machine. Uh, really enjoy some, some Reggie White. Okay. He, um, I know there's at least one touchdown on a scoop and score that I've seen on a video of him, uh, and he is a beast. He is that mix of giant size 
and a great first two steps. Yeah. Uh, he, that's what made him unblockable. It's like so strong and great leverage guy with his hands, unbelievable hands, and then his ability to close gaps and fast and one on one with a fat offensive guard or tackle. Good luck. Yeah. And I, and that's where like uh, Al, like the Alfred Hainsworth of the world. I always use him as an example. He's a horrible human being, it seems. But he's this giant, like, two-gap space eater guy. And maybe not a big pass rush guy, but just going to eat space all the time. Yeah. And Reggie White, man, the guy could play some DN. He could play some, you know, hybrid four-tech, maybe even out to a five-tech. But, like, used his hands so well and would just beat the crap out of people. Oh, it's scary. And a great, hey, you know why you remember him? Tell me why. His personality. Absolutely. He had a personality. You put a mic in front of him. And put him on an interview. If 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 the view weren't a disgusting uh, attack fest, you put someone like that on a show like the View. He just owns the room. It's like Michael Strahan, only with a better personality. Funnier, yeah, man. And funnier. Less tooth gap. Less tooth gap. More gut, though. Yeah, and love the gap. And Michael Strahan, what Michael Strahan did when he got out of the NFL was he cut a bunch of weight yeah. to stay healthy to not die. Right, Reggie. I did not cut the weight. Now I'm I'm actually I since I got out of playing football, I have also not cut the weight. I have chose <laughs> I've chosen to stay playing weight just in case. Yeah. <laughs> and that was twenty two years ago, but you can imagine, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we're going back around. Paul, another defensive player. Uh okay. Another individual that uh, came to mind is the one and the only Ray Lewis. Uh, he, as much for... How would Mike Tyson say his name? Uh, is a, uh, I love Ray Lewis. Uh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is a heck of a football player. Uh, <laughs> it'd be a lot higher pitched. Oh, man. There's a buck up there. Ray Lewis. On top of the hill. Dang it. There is not. There was. I'm honking at it. Go ahead. Hello, Buck. Friend, uh, Buck. So, Ray Lewis. Uh, just an absolute beast of an individual. He seemed to also be a great leader of men. Also, probably a murderer. However, we're going to stick to football. Uh, he was just good. He led a Ravens team that had no business offensively winning a Super Bowl Trent to Dilfer, win a Super Bowl. Was Trent Dilfer their quarterback? Trent Dilfer was the quarterback at the time. Uh, and, you know, just kind of overall a, a dude that you would want on your side of the defense. Um, good dude. That the highlight of my yeah, career. Yeah, tell me. For him, didn't even happen on the football field. When he shot that guy, he did, no, that guy. He did. He was on the show, the sports science show, uh-huh. and literally ran through multiple dead bolted doors. And they were talking about the amount of force. I gotta walk. I gotta find and, that clip. And pressure. Show it to that, Miller. The amount of force and pressure that it t- would take to do something like that was unbelievable. So would you say whenever his coach called a blitz, uh, he actually blitzed? Or did he sit there and just kind of air hump into the gap and then never actually go? No, I think he actually went. There's another really good clip of Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Chad Ochocinco, trying to block Ray Lewis, and it didn't end well for Ochocinco at all. Yeah, well, uh, you know. It's a really funny clip, too, because Ocho Cinco gets to the sideline. He's like, I forgot who I was. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I forgot who I was. 
that did not work out well. Ray Lewis, would you say that Ray Lewis set the tone even now for the Ravens defense? I mean, he's not even around. Oh, now. absolutely. But like, now, Ray Lewis, when you think about that Ravens defense, you think, if you th- oh, well, they're, they're, they're nasty. If you think about the Ravens, obviously now you think about a lot of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Because, and you should, because that's how good he is. He's good. But, like, you also think of, oh, their defense is pretty good. You wouldn't know anything about them, and you would still think their defense is pretty good. And that's because of the culture that Ray Lewis created there. So, good guy on the football field. Um, Scott, your next uh, player on defense. So, I didn't like this team when I was younger uh, just because they always were seemed to be winning a lot. But this guy could shut down one whole side of the field. You never threw to his side because you knew he was going to do something coverage that was great and that is old coach prime himself neon Dion saying how about yes, neon Dion um, if, if Phil Lewis is listening he probably gets excited because you know Dion's biggest biggest NFL stuff came when he was on the Cowboys yes, and he honestly, started out with the Falcons right yeah and then ended with like the Redskins or something like that but like the Dion Cowboys, is probably the only Cowboys player ever, Phil Lewis, oh. to be worthy of mention. So. Wow. 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 That's big words right there. Um, Dion, any highlights that you can think of? Uh, Scott, I've got lots of Dion thoughts. The I think one, about him daily. <laughs> the one I can think of, I think happened when he was a 49er. That's, I'm sorry, guys. Redact what I said. I'll, I'll fix that in post. So. I will have it where I say... You know, he was with the Cowboys, started with the Atlanta Falcons, and then I'll put, oh, the 49ers, and, and also the Redskins. I'll jam it in the middle of it. So. But also, the one, Kyle, that I remember most about Deion Sanders is he played for, I want to say, the Falcons one, and then played in the World Series and the Super Bowl the same day. Or not Super Bowl, World Series and a playoff game in the same day. Isn't that crazy? That just shows you his athleticism. Yeah. And had he really committed himself, how good at baseball he would have been. That's a joke. Yeah, it was, That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Neon Dion, though, is the head coach at Jackson State. Coach Prime. He is. Is it indeed. Jacksonville or Jackson State? No, Jackson, Jackson State. State. Um, in Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah, that's is that near Star, Mississippi? It actually is. <laughs> I looked it up on a map. Is it really? It is. That's cool. Maybe they're together. Maybe Faith Hill... And Dion hang out daily. Man, Dion's been having some health issues. Hasn't coached like the last four games. Oh, legit? Yeah, legit. Because of his, they don't even know what. He's oh, got, that's not good. Got some health things going, man. Dion. You know my favorite thing about his uh, dance, Neon Dion. No, he is an excellent bass fisherman. That's so weird. He loves to fish. Good for him. That's good for him. I like it. I so, wish that I had. He's got hobbies like that. That's good. Well, and the guy that can cover. Now, if you put him one-on-one tackling drills, yikes. Well, Hey, he I is not an tack- open space tackler. He, he's, he is where the idea that cornerbacks are not supposed to tackle yeah, came from. But he's I, like, they don't pay me to tackle. Well, he made that up, yeah. too. And so then they're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we shouldn't have corners tackling. No, I, I feel like on an edge play, you probably should, have, should, I probably should be able to tackle. Anyway, there you go. Um... I will do, let's do one more, and I, I know, folks, this is an incomplete list, um, and uh, if you'll tune in to the subscriber portion, uh, the paid portion on the GoFundMe page, uh, the podcast, you'll get 
uh, extended, uh, if, I'm just joking, this is not a real thing I'm making up, a mug club, we started a mug, even though that would be kind of fun, yeah. if we started a mug club, and then we could make a lot of money off mug club, anyway, and you get extended podcasts, we'd have no one subscribe, um, I'm gonna go with Lawrence freaking Taylor, oh. um, what an absolute beast. I would I would say this for people that grew up in the 80s, and uh, I, I wasn't conscious of him ending Joe Theismann's career. I wasn't conscious of it because I was too young. But I do know that the video of it is gruesome. And that's why the he basically is the reason that the left left side tackle of the hawk that just running a lot just came crashing in and found a mouse. Oh, wow. Look at um, that. That's only us half of them. LT though came in. He's got pinky pinky talent gone. Uh, LT is the reason that, and a main reason why a left tackle is very important because that backside pass rush will end your quarterback's career. And LT, uh, product of the '80s, man. He's also the reason for the spike in uh, cocaine production during the '80s. Well, Bobby Boucher on Disney on Waterboy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, cocaine is a heck of a drug. <laughs> or don't do crack. Yeah. Is that what it that is? Don't do crack. Is why you don't do Don't do, do crack. Drugs. I'm thinking of D- Dave Chappelle said, co- as, never mind, as Rick James. Okay. Okay. I digress. So long story short, LT, if you ever played Tech Mobile, uh, LT was the guy to have on defense. As much as, <clears throat> as much as Bo Jackson is on offense on Tech Mobile, LT on defense is unblockable, unstoppable. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, man. Very good. There you go. It's an incomplete list of defenders, uh, but a good list. A really, really good list. Um, I forgot. There's some other guys we could mention. Erlacher, I think of him vividly. You go way back to Mean Joe Green. Uh, You could go way back to Dick Butkus. Uh, You could go way back uh, to you know, great cowboys of the past like Charles Haley. Absolutely, I was uh, just Ken kidding. Norton, Ken Norton no. Jr., Billy Bates. I can't leave out yeah. Billy Bates, even though he. You if know, you want to go recent, you can talk about JJ Watt. Oh my gosh! I know he hasn't Watt. been like super healthy lately, but oh, in his prime, my Khalil goodness. Mack at one point the highest oh, paid yeah. defensive player ever. Little brother TJ Watt's getting up there too. Yes, um, there's some guys. Yeah, and so lots Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. You shut your mouth. Oh God. You shut up right now! So sorry. Way to ruin a podcast! Bringing up Daniel Sorensen. I think, uh, so, anyway, um, let's talk now about our subtopic. Who would like to take it? I'm I'm opening the lines here. First caller, caller one. What you got? So I would say, if, if we're going to do another topic... You said you had one. You know, the topic that I would think of, if we were going to do one... Sure. Thanks I mean, for calling in. That, that's kind of the thing. Long time, is, first time. Would be this. Little Debbie's. What is your favorite Little Debbie snack cake? <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> because right now, in stores, Uh-oh. you can find... The greatest little little Debbie snack cake ever made. That is the Christmas tree cake. I wrote a song called 
greatest, the greatest of the Come dead. On, Christmas the Christmas tree cake oh, is just a Christmas rebranded zebra cake. cake. Everybody knows that zebra that cakes are the best. They're, they're tasty and they look like a Christmas tree. They're zebra not cake better a, than a zebra cake. A zebra cake of any other name is just a, a Christmas tree cake. And here's the thing. Zebra cake has come out with, be prepared to have your minds blown, a, referee a cake. zebra cake roll. It is the best oh my gosh. of both worlds. It is a Swiss roll made with all the yumminess of zebra cake ingredients, and it will change your life. Change my life, zebra cake rolls. I mean, that's I put that up there with the greatest inventions of all time, guys. Could you the telephone, a, the printing could press, do a zebra commercial, cake <laughs> a commercial as a, for zebra cake rolls, like it's a uh, a prescription drug commercial. Can someone pull that off? Absolutely. What are you talking? Uh, about? I mean, I'm serious. Can someone try it? I think. Find yourselves down in the dumps? Do you find yourselves needing a daily pick-me-up? When things get tough, try zebra cake roll. Zebra cake roll has been known to increase moods, put smiles on faces. If you ever find yourself depressed, talk to your doctor today and see how zebra cake roll can help you. Side, side effects of zebra cake roll. Morbid obesity. Rapid diarrhea. The meat sweats. We're not sure where they come from because we don't think there's any meat. Tourette's. Oh. And an inability to stop smiling. If your smile lasts longer than four days, call your doctor. Zebra cake rolls. That's right, little Debbie. You did it again, you. Beep. Alright, there you go. My favorite um, Little Debbie snack cake uh, as a legacy, as a legacy cake would be Star Crunch. Here's why I say it that way. Because there was a, well listen, there was a uh, summer, I remember it was like fourth and fifth and sixth grade year, those two summers in between there, where my mom thought, man, Little Jackie really likes Star Crunch, I'm just going to buy them. And so that was all she bought. And even when, I don't know if your parents were this way, guys, but when you tell them, no, I, I kind of, I don't really like that anymore. But my mom just kept buying them. Like even now, if she, I bet she would buy me a Star Crunch. I know you like these. I don't really like them now. But like for that summer, it apparently was the favorite cake. I also love a Swiss roll cake. And now apparently I'm going to try the reverse of that, a zebra roll cake. Uh, Paul? Your favorite cake? I, zebra cake roll. Oh, have you, I, been, have you been prescribed that by a doctor? Yeah, multiple times. Put a smile on my face. Hey, breaking I also love if, an oatmeal queen pie. Oh, oatmeal queen pie. If smile lasts longer than four days, please call your doctor. Breaking news uh, just got across the wire that uh, Star Mississippi has changed their name to Star Crunch Mississippi. Oh my gosh. What? Star Crunch is like a flattened out uh, fit, uh, 100 gram bar, basically. Uh, Scott, what is your favorite? I love a Nutty Bar, too, or Nutty Buddy, which is a part of a Mandela effect that we all... It used to be called Nutty Bar, but now you see it on the side of a, a truck, and it says Nutty Buddy. And I remember I remember a reality where it was Nutty Bar. Continue. 
I enjoy the uh, six to eight weeks of the year where Christmas tree cakes are available. Christmas tree cake. Uh, and so I, I, I eat those, but if, if those are not available, uh, I mean, it's it's probably Swiss cake roll all day long. <clears throat> but I, I'm going to have to try this zebra cake roll. Uh, it'll, it'll taste just like Christmas tree cake, but it won't have the festivity of one. If you're on a vacation, that's the truth. The festivity is the biggest thing about the uh, uh, Christmas tree cake. Uh, if you're on a vacation, I would highly recommend if you're a coffee drinker. On a vacation, you're going to be in a good mood. You're on vacation. Not on a daily basis. If it's a random Thursday and you're trudging to work, maybe don't don't test me on this. But if you're on vacation and in a good mood, I would challenge you to drink some coffee, sit somewhere and enjoy a mountainside, and get a uh, pecan uh, Ooh. twist. Twirl, oh, the pecan swirl. Pecan My swirl. goodness. Because that combined with the coffee when you're drinking it, it has a very uh, flavorful effect. You feel like you're eating a better, a higher-end product. Does that make sense? There, there has <clears throat> been a time in my youth, yes, where calories weren't really ever in my. What, what is a calorie? Yeah. Where I may or may not have, as like a six, seven-year-old, slayed three trays of pecan wow. swirls. I like that. Eighteen, baby. I like to call it the 18 pack, dude. Well, that's because the, they but, just go down like butter. Well, they really and they really are a smooth. I, mean, I could see eat, oh. being able to eat three or four of those. These things are. Uh, but I definitely think after delicious. about the fourth, I'd be like, "Well, I quit." Life. You mean the fourth tray, not not the fourth one overall. I like the wrapping of those too because they're like they they take very they have to do a plastic wrap because they can't just put them in and then they have a they may have it in a plastic thing now. They used to have a little full, a pull out tray thing yes. where you pop the top off of it. And it was like its own little individual cup. I think they've changed that now. That may be another reality that I'm forgetting. The that cost, that, that costs too much these it days. It may be part of the Nutty Bar reality. So, Anyway. All right. Well, folks, that is all. Go try your Little Debbie Snack Cakes today. Tell us uh, on an email, realinterstateofmind at gmail.com, your favorite uh, Little Debbie Snack Cake, and also your favorite defensive player of all time in the NFL. Uh, you can follow on Twitter, sort of, at One Horrible Movie. That's the Twitter I use the most. So if you want to go over there. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So uh, you can send out some tweets there, too. So at One Horrible Movie, the number one, and then Horrible Movie. And then, uh, like I said, holler at us. Hope you're doing good. Tell a friend. And uh, try a little Debbie snack cake today. Everybody said... Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye, bye.